welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to another special edition of Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, if you haven't caught up on the holiday episodes, I strongly recommend listening to the first one uh, before you tune into this one. Uh, But... The uh, we will dive right back into it. So when last we left off, um, our adventurers or our agents of Aegis uh, came in and they were they had found a toy soldier, uh, a nutcracker that was battling a bunch of ratkin when they first arrived in the kingdom. And we will go ahead and dive right in. So uh, can everyone go ahead and give me an initiative roll? Did he crack any nuts? <laughs> oh, boy. That's if he makes any jumps. All right, so let's go ahead and start <clears throat> off here. So, Johan, what did you get on your initiative? I rolled a 10. All right. And Ignatius? I rolled a 37. Oh, no, 15.03. Sorry, I misread it. That's, that's, that's quite the misreading. Uh, Felix, what'd you Luckily, get? Luckily, we can all, like, check it and just see what it actually should be. I uh, I rolled a magnanimous five. Five. Natural natural one. Not, I don't know if that counts in initiative. initiative. Not, nope. Not, I mean, it, it, the modification is what ultimately matters. And then, uh, Fred, what'd you get? I rolled a 22. 22. All right. And Anos, what'd you get? I got a six. All right. So, and the bad guys go on a five. Sucks to be them. It does. All right. So, like five after me or five before me? Five after you. They have a lower modifier. Sweet. So, (laughs) despite rolling a natural one, you still go before the baddies. Yes. Are we the baddies? <laughs> the, the, I think we are. If anything from last episode taught me, we're the bad guys. <laughs> All right. So we'll go ahead and start off with Fred. It's your turn. Are we doing a combat or are we doing a skills challenge? We are doing a combat. Oh, sweet. Okay. Because you have the, all the, uh, the rats that are attacking um, that toy soldier. And on this map, where were the holes that... Uh, the holes have uh, since closed. Right, but where were they? Uh, they were littered throughout the room. There were about twenty of them. Oh, the, the one that the um, the the woman that what got pulled in was up here, up towards okay. the top. Up to towards the dais. Towards the dais, yeah, is where that where that hole opened up at. I just for people who are playing the at home game. All right, so Fred, you want to go ahead and take your turn? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me see here. Because we need to hit, uh, he's just off to the right of us, correct? Correct. So, yeah. So, uh, for, for those at home, so the, they, the party just entered in through the main doors of the great hall of this building. And the main combat that appears to be going on, there is a single... Uh, nutcracker soldier that is standing immediately to the right of the group and he is surrounded by a grand total of 10 uh, ratkin at this point that have, have him surrounded where is sorry I'm where's my movement on the uh, sheet to, to, 
to uh, you have a movement speed of 30 feet. That's what I thought. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to... So uh, for people who are confused, we have new character sheets for this, and it's a different layout. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, one, I would like to rage. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> what? How do you physically change in appearance when you rage? Uh, I would say that my... My eyes kind of go, I would say kind of bloodshot almost. Kind of, you know, kind of that bloodshot red type look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I maybe, I kind of almost, I kind of either either hold myself or kind of bulk up even a little bit and like just get a little bit bigger even. Uh, or mm-hmm. at least I look a little bit bigger. Um, and I just go into this, just this fit of, rage um aptly named yeah so what i would like to do then is uh also charge okay um so i want to charge uh and i think if i recall you can charge up to two times your that is correct so long as there's not someone someone else someone or something in the way right so i want to charge to here which that's only like 35 feet anyway so I'm going to charge basically between four of the Ratkin and Johan. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. And then, and then as part of a charge, you can make a single attack. Yep. I'm going to attack the one that's in front of me. Okay. Uh, and i got to find the right thing here. Do-do. And on charging, I did forget to add it onto your character sheet, but you do an additional 2d6 damage when you're charging. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, so I... Do a 19. Uh, 19 is a hit. Excellent. So I make a slash at him with my giant greatsword. Uh, you said an extra 2d6? Correct. So uh, I did a total of 23 damage. So I take a giant slice at him. Okay. As I charge into him. He looks... Badly hurt. And I am just in a fit of rage. All right. Uh, anything else for your turn there, Fred? Nope. All right. Up next is Ignatius. Uh, okay, so which one did, did he hit? He hit uh, this one right here. The Of the top four, okay, it yeah, was the, the, one the, right the third. Me. That one. The third from the left. All right. Uh, I am going to cast... Uh, flaming sphere. Okay. And I'm going to roll it right at the top four, the one on the left. Okay, so flaming What's sphere. What's your range of that? Thirty uh, yards. How far yeah. away are they? So the flaming sphere spell stops at the first target it hits. Right. So you so can't like, throw in. Okay, so you're gonna see here. I'm gonna roll it at this guy. Okay. And I roll amazingly well. It's ridiculous how well this roll is. And I burn that rat for four damage. All right. For four damage. Well, he gets a uh, reflex save, I believe, doesn't he? That can cut it in half. (laughs) I love your enthusiasm. All right. 
So what is the reflex save, DC? DC 17. All right, and he gets a 22, so... Boo! So he feels a bit warmer. Uh, And actually, a save on that reduces all damage. So he feels feels warmer um, because he is gently warmed by the ball of fire that Ignatius has so kindly provided for him. Uh, See the great power of Ignite, the fellow agents of Aegis. Uh, additionally, there that you did get wild magic on that. Um, hey, so, uh, oh, there's one thing that we didn't tell you. Uh, I like whisper into your. We don't really bandy about where what agency you were with. Oh, uh, I. What are you talking? It's okay. Oh, right. Uh, they so people normies. These other people don't know about this. Right. Okay. Normies. I like that. Normies. Okay. So I'm using that from now on. So Ignatius, you cast your <laughs> flaming sphere and it kind of it's as opposed to starting as fire, it starts as like a like levitating ball of popcorn and then starts expanding and expanding and now there's popcorn all over the room. <laughs> uh, so Oh, it's it's really? now a heated ball of popcorn, so it's slowly getting warmer. So hopefully, in future rounds, you might be able to deal more damage. But you're also spreading popcorn throughout the entire room as you move it around. <laughs> oh. Like buttered popcorn, or no, just, just popcorn. Like I try it. to I try to catch one of them okay. as it flies. You absolutely do. They're they're everywhere at this point. So uh. where is the popcorn in raci- in relationship to the combat? Uh, you can see the ball of fire on the map there. Okay, so that is so it was the target of where he the the rat he yeah. had targeted. That's is correct. Where it's okay. I just want to make sure that it's all right. So Tegan, you could or not Tegan. Um, I apologize, Frederick. You could not do that because <laughs> do, do you haven't moved yet. Well, it's not or, Fred. It's no. It, it was that was ignite. So the thing is, the popcorn isn't I mean, just in that square. It's spewing all over the place. No, but is it over a Felix? That's what I meant. Felix hasn't like, moved yet. What? It's not Felix. Yeah, but it's not Felix's turn yet either. So right, right. But is the popcorn coming over towards the door? I would say so. I'll here. Let me give you a radius on the popcorn effect. Since since this is this, this is of critical importance apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I just want to know where the popcorn is. Is it so is it such a bad idea? Whoa, popcorn everywhere. So, uh So, he has oh, demonstrated for those who are listening that there's a giant sphere of popcorn and it is the entire great room almost hitting the dais. So, so the thing is is it's a ball of popcorn. So it's, or rather, it's a sphere of popcorn that the kernels before they turn into the popcorn are about a, you know, four foot radius sphere. So if you can imagine how much popcorn that is raw kernels would become when it fully expands, that's, that's how much popcorn Ignatius has created. It's, it's a, it's a, basically a gigantic ball of popcorn that exploded. Yes. Well, is exploding. (laughs) For, for, for the duration of the spell, it is exploding. I just, Great. I was, I was just trying to make sure that we had it. Uh, everybody understood. Well, because like a giant ball of popcorn. I mean, I have a like basketball size in my head, 
but this is definitely much larger. Mm-hmm. So up next is the Nutcracker Soldier. All right. So he will spend two points of his arcane pool to give his weapon keen okay. as a swift action. And then he will use a full round action to go into spell combat. Okay. And so this will let him attack and cast a spell on the same turn. When you activate your spell pool, what does that look like? It looks like me energizing the blade with arcane energy. Okay. Um, it glows. So he will start with the weapon attack. And so he will attack the ratkin just off to his right, closest to the others. So that one right there? That's uh, his left. The oh, blue okay. one. Yep. That one right there. Got it. Okay. Yep. Oh. Ooh. Um, so he rolled a 30, which... Also landed in his critical threat range. Okay. Um, hold on, let me see what this bonus is. All right, so he will then. What's on getting a critical? Okay. So what? What's the critical confirm? So that's where it gets a little bit interesting. He's going to spend another arcane point. Okay. To maximize the weapon damage, and give a plus four bonus on his crit confirm, which is an 18. Okay, 18 confirms critical. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. That will be 16 plus. So that would be 28 damage. Okay. On the first one. 28 damage. Wow. All right, that one... uh, Appears to have been, so. What type of damage is it? Just weapon damage. Yeah, it is slashing damage. Okay. However, he's wielding the weapon not with brute force, but using the actual weight of the blade and the sharpness of the blade to do most yep. of the work. You cleave right into that ratkin, and he falls over, motionless. All right, and then on his second attack, he will then attack the one. Actually, hold on. Is yeah, he will attack the one to his left. Okay. With well, so he's going to cast Shocking Grasp How defensively. Okay. However, he's going to be doing this as part of a spell strike. So rather than doing a touch attack, he's going to be casting it through his blade as he attacks. Got it. <laughs> oh well, this is a uh, this is going to be interesting. So the attack is a thirty-two. Okay. With a 26 to confirm. Okay, that confirms. And then I will roll my spell. Actually, uh, so shock and grass, which will have this at 5d6, which will then do 48 lightning damage, as that is also <laughs> part of the crit. So that is a total of 62 damage. (laughs) Okay. So 
you you <laughs> cut explodes. one explodes. Yeah, you cut one down, and the other one turns somehow into popcorn as well, and you're not sure how. <laughs> his blade, his blade, when he does this, is streaking with lightning as he swings. So, so here's here's what everyone sees. They see the uh, the blade come through, for the cleave to the first one, go to the second one, and there were enough unpopped kernels that had hit him that are heated up by the electricity that some of those kernels pop as he falls over. <laughs> All right, that's the best first round I'm going to have, so uh, I'm done, guys. I'll uh, catch you guys in the next podcast. <laughs> Brandon, I never want to hear you complain about brand- bad rolls ever, ever, ever again. All right. No, I will. No, I will. <laughs> up next, Anos. Oh, man, I don't know... I mean, we, we got a giant ball of popcorn that dealt no damage and completely massacring two ratkins. So you, you got to follow up those two things. Don't forget about my heroic strike. Come on. Oh, yeah, your, your heroic strike. That was pretty I heroic. don't know. I don't know if I want to move and swipe at them or pull something out of my bag and see what the heck I can figure out. Pull something out of the bag. Put something out of the bag. All right. I think I've got a call for randomness. Let's do it. Yay! All righty then. Let me see if I can remember how to do this. Uh, you said it was under attacks or abilities? Special abilities. Special abilities. Ah, there it is. That was why I couldn't find it. I thought I had everything ready. I apologize. I rolled a 35. So you reach into your saddlebags and you pull out a fruitcake flail. So there's a <laughs> stick with a chain, and at the end is a log of fruitcake. That is terrifying, by the way. <laughs> wow. That's a, that is a dense material. That is a very dense material. <laughs> Rivaling tungsten. Rivaling tungsten. We apologize to any fruitcake lovers out there. We're not no, we sure don't. how they're many there people. are, no, but no, 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 they don't exist, no. and they're not people. <laughs> um. So, can how? What action would that be? Uh, that is, is a, a mo- that is a movement action, drawing an item out of your bags. Okay. Um. You, so it's a movement doing that. So I can't really do... So you have a standard action remaining, or a movement action remaining. Okay. Uh, so I will move up to... in flail range for next time. Okay. So you arm yourself with a fruit cake, fruit cake flail and move forward. Yes. Sounds good. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes, because I have no more abilities to do things. Alright. Up next is Felix. Okay, so this is going to be fun. So I'm a rogue who likes to sneak and then stab. Can I do any sneaking in this popcorn? Uh, no, not at all. Every <laughs> every step you you, you, you like tiptoe and you crunch, 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 crunch. crunch. <laughs> yeah, so uh, think I think movie theater uh, after people have thrown popcorn on the ground and your feet yeah, stuck stealthy. to the ground. That's what I was figuring. So yeah. uh, that's a different kind of theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kids, go ask your parents. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't go ask your parents on that one. We mean soda. 
Yeah. So I'll move up behind the one that Anos is... No, then I'd be flanked. Um, yeah, I'll move up alongside Anos against the uh, wall there. All right. Um, and then uh, I'll attack the same rat. All right. Go ahead and roll your attack, and we'll take the first one of them. So do I roll the double or do I roll a single? You roll the single because you're you're not you're not multi-attacking. I'm not multi-attacking. Okay. So in in this system, if you make multiple attacks, you have to have not moved or not moved more than five feet. Yeah. In order oh, to make that's right. Attacks. We're in one. We're back in Pathfinder one now. Are you? Yeah. Wait, can you not two weapon fight on a single standard attack action? Nope. Oh, wow, that is really bad. Yeah. Them's the old edition rules. It is the old edition rules. Uh, in the before four no times. No sneak attack because someone did popcorn everywhere. Thanks, noob. <laughs> I mean... 22, does that hit? 22 does hit. Okay, 7 damage. He takes 7 damage. And that's my, how do you, that's my turn. How do you attack him? Yeah. Oh, so um, basically I go crunching very loudly because I'm a little <laughs> upset. Just stomping through you, the you corn You just trudge through the... <laughs> I just... And I, I'm ticked because like all of my art of uh, sneakiness is gone. And then I pull out uh, both, of the, both of my knives and take one of them. Um, one of them's glowing uh, red and one of them's glowing blue. I take the one glowing red... Um, and it looks like I'm well short when I go to strike, um, but somehow I actually do hit. You you can't you can't tell, but uh, it seems like the blue hits him, but not necessarily. I'm sorry, the red hits him, but not necessarily the blade. All right. All right. So up next goes all the ratkin. Oh, good. <laughs> Excellent. I'm surrounded. All right, so we are going to make three of them attacking Fred and three of them attacking the uh, tin soldier, or the, the nutcracker soldier. Sure. All right, so on Fred, does a 14 hit you? No, that misses. Does a 10 hit you? No. Does an 18? Yes, yes, it does. The 14 <laughs> didn't. Does an 18 hit you? Yes, the 18 does. All right. Uh, go I'm ahead and take nine damage, Fred. Nimble, let me tell you. All right, and on the Nutcracker Soldier, does a 14 hit you? Nope. Does a 14 hit you? Also nope. How about an eight? <laughs> also very nope. <laughs> All right. And I scared the piss out of them, you, so they're really not looking to... Yeah, they're... This is, they're, this is like the Radikins on ice thing, mm-hmm. where they just kind of get on their skates and skate through well, the popcorn. I, I, and I think dance. they're actually a little off balance because of the popcorn right now. They're like dancing so with the on, toy soldier. On nose, does an 18 hit you on nose? Mm. Uh, let me check. Sorry, I'm on the wrong page. This is like, um, what's that? What's the show with the Nutcracker? The Nutcracker. This is really the Nutcracker, like Swan Lake type dancing. This is awesome. Uh, sorry, that's a little too on the nose there, Chris. (laughs) 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 The answer to the question of does the Nutcracker crack nuts? 
Uh, he definitely does crack nuts. He also cracks yeah. popcorn, too. <laughs> okay, so yeah. what was it? 18? Yes. 18 does not hit me. Okay. And then on uh, uh, Felix, does a 17 hit you? No, it does not. Okay. Sorry, the the um, character sheets are completely differently laid out. So on that on the round with all the rat kid attacking, there is one hit on the barbarian in total. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I'm sorry, they have sneak attack too. Um, and since you were, they can't, f- they can't sneak attack, honey. Yeah, that's what they just. Well, no, but they were me. flanking. Which one hit me though? And uh, how did it would have been? Which one went? Before that, oh, actually no, because you have you you have improved uncanny dodge. You can't be flanked anyway. So oh, no, none of them hit you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. As Tony made all the characters. <laughs> Almost all the characters. Almost. Almost all, all, the characters. all but one of the characters. All right. So after the Ratkin, we are back up uh, at the top of the round of round two. So Fred, it's your turn. Oh yeah, I got hit. Um, upset. How what about how, how big is Johan again? Like how tall? Wait, what about yeah, that? Yeah, what about can... the one all the way at the top there? Uh, he is he's off in another combat with other soldiers, so he's outside. Of well, the... we don't know what the uh, Nutcracker's name is. That's fine. How I, I just want to know like what is how tall his, is he? Yeah, like stature wise, what does he look like? Again, how tall are you, uh, Nutcracker soldier? He's... He's three foot four. Okay, so he's very tiny compared to me. Got it. He's he's about about one and one third Tegans in height. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. <clears throat> so uh, for people who are just listening to the special uh, edition, uh, Tegan is a party member of the other uh, the primary podcast. The primary, primary podcast. Campaign. Or, yeah. Uh, and uh, he is very short, and we have developed a measuring system involving how ha- how tall he is and how many uh, Tegans it would be to he's, make things. He's he's two foot six, right? I think so. Yeah. Which is huge. It's absolutely ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> or so he tells himself. Um. So ignite is ignite is approximately one point nine Tegans. <laughs> nice. Glad you came along with us on that, Gus. I'm about I'm about a little over three three Tegans. It's fine. Uh I would uh I would make a you know, after seeing the, you know, magnificent display of power that this little toy soldier looking thing uh did, I would have chuckled and, and been just like <laughs> nice one. And then proceed to swing my greatsword again at the one that was in that is in front of me okay and i will be power attacking this time does a 24 hit a 24 does hit all right he will take 29 points of damage all right and i just slice right through him yeah, you you cleave him in two. <clears throat> Excellent. And then uh, you have is a, there cleaving? You have a second attack. Yep, yep. And I would focus the one to my right uh, with that one. Uh, that one right yep. there. Yeah. Yeah. And that one was another twenty-four to attack, which hits. And uh, that is a 
21 damage. Alright, he takes 21 damage. Alright, uh, anything else after that? Uh, I, after I would have cleaved that one down, it would have been like, <laughs> Just made a, <laughs> a, a chuckle. Celebrating my win. Alright, uh, is that the end of your turn, Fred? Yes. Alright, up next is Ignatius Nightfellow. Um, so, uh, remind me how the cone works. Is it, uh, like, this way? So, well, okay, so first of all, you're over here. Yeah, I gotta move. Yeah. Uh, So, but, like, would it be here? It starts on one target and then blossoms out. Okay. Yeah, so what, it, it hits one square, and then it hits three squares, and then it hits five squares. If you're shooting it straight vertically. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Um, in a cone-shaped pattern. In a cone-shaped pattern, obviously. Um, okay. Uh, I won't do that. Uh, I'm going to move the fireball. Fireball. I can't both yep. move the fireball, and I'm moving the fireball onto this guy. So I can't right. both move and move the fireball. So move the fireball there. Okay. And uh, rolling damage for that. Okay. So he, he six, takes no damage. He takes no damage. He rolls an 18 <laughs> on his uh, reflex save. And kind of getting a little frustrated, I shoot that one with a magic missile. The, the same one that just dodged? Yes. Okay. He takes... Uh, how much damage does he take? Nine damage. All right. So he takes nine damage. There is no avoiding that. No, and I'm like, and I'm starting to get a little frustrated. What is this timeline? What's going on? So, is that the end of your turn there, Ignite? Yeah, it's the end, the end of my turn. All right. Up next is the uh, soldier. All right. Um, he will take a five-foot step towards the one that is currently in front of Anno's. And he will do just a regular attack, just okay. to see how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> just to see how it feels, huh? So he rolls a 31 with flanking. Okay. Well, he's not flanking, though. Uh, he is with... Um... Uh, with nope, because it has, has to be on opposite sides. Does it yep. have to be directly opposite? Correct. Okay. Well, no, it, it's not really going to matter. Um, and, uh, just for S and G's. Well, okay. So you, first of all, what did you roll for the initial attack? And then what did you roll for the confirmation? Oh, so I rolled a 28 to hit, which is in my crit threat range on a 16. Okay. And to confirm, I rolled a 29. Okay. So total damage. Uh, he's going to spend another arcane point to maximize damage. Okay. Which then deals and how much? 28. 28. All right. That will finish that one off. All right. Is that the end of your and, turn? And that will be the end of my turn. All right. Up next is Anos. So I am going to whack this guy with a flail. Okay. Um, now, do I have to take a five-foot step to hit him? Nope. You can hit him on the diagonal. 
Okay. So you I just go, wanted to confirm. go ahead and roll your claw attack. Okay. Um, and then we'll just change the damage to the flail damage. Okay. hate new character sheets uh. hey tony so on is um, she swinging a huge like fruitcake is that am what i she's considered swinging? flanking you are or not jane you are not, not considered flanking power yeah, attack. yes it yes. is a it is a fruitcake on a, on a chain so she's got like a metal or i'm sorry a wooden stick attached to that as a ch- length of chain and at the end of the length of chain is a log of fruitcake and nice. don't ex- don't ask how it's in- like she can use her hand her claws like hands. She's just special. It doesn't look don't. like she can, but somehow it stays in her paw. No just one really understands why. Don't question it. So she has opposable thumbs in her claw. Got it. <laughs> well, her do claw. She has type. a pausable thumb. Yes. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Man, I missed it's that. It's a pausable <sighs> explanation. <laughs> Oh boy, it's gonna be. It's gonna be one of those episodes, days. everybody. <laughs> Santa Clausable <laughs> deniability. Boo. Yes. All right. So, what'd you roll on your attack there? I rolled a twenty-nine. Okay. So let's go ahead and resolve that. It and it gave two. Yeah, because uh, scores. Because if you're if you're able to attack with your claws, you can. You're allowed to to use your claws, but in this case, since you're using the fruit cake, you only get to make a single attack. All right, I'm gonna use the fruit cake. <laughs> and the fruit cake deals 19 damage. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a yeah. solid fruit cake. Well, and I also have quite a bit of strength too. Mm-hmm. The fruit cake so. does that much damage to you if you eat it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> And a fortitude save. See, I want to try and make fruitcake this year. <laughs> All right. I'm in danger. Is that the is that the end of your turn, Anos? Uh, so can I hit him again? You could hit him again, or you could. Well, no, you could not hit him again, but you could either move at this point since you haven't moved yet, or you could try to draw something out of your saddlebags. Um, can I draw while still holding the fruitcake? Yes, because you have you have uh, additional limbs. I just want to make sure. I'm going to draw something out of my bag because craziness is going to happen. So that is a 38. All right. So you pull out a uh, poinsettia plant. Ooh. <laughs> Do I know what it does? Uh, it is a poinsettia plant. <laughs> Get them to eat it. <laughs> I'm not sure which would be worse, the fruit cake <laughs> or the plant. <laughs> it's in a very, it's in a very nice decorative striped pot, though. Ooh, pretty. All right. Hey Tony, on my sheet, I, I my movement is zero. Oh, it's presume I, it would be thirty. I didn't fill it out. Thirty. Can okay, I? Cool. Can I chuck it at the guy? I mean, you cannot. You, you can on a future turn. It'll be an improvised uh. throwing weapon. But yes. I will allow you so to So I have it no out. idea what this does. It's a as far as you can tell, it's a poinsettia plant. You have no idea what it does. Hmm. Alright. Up next is Felix. So Felix is still muttering to himself. <laughs> so you hear this like 
dirter, dirter, dirter. Newbies, dirter, dirter, dirter. Popcorn, dirter, dirter. Popcorn is still coming out. There he is. Fruitcake, dirter, dirter, dirter. Munchkin toy, dirter, dirter. And he just got a slash at the person in front of him again. You can do the dual wield attack since you haven't moved yet. Oh, sweet. Okay. It takes a little bit of time for the sheet to pop up here. Remember, um, you have to fill out your tax software. Fill out my tax software? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, tax for software. people who are playing at home and have never played the Roll20, there is a lot of times a pop-up uh, uh, thing that asks you a bunch of questions. Like sneak attack, power attack. These types of things, and All right. we just refer to it as our taxed uh, documents. So what it? What did you get on your attack roll? So my first attack was a twenty-two. Okay, that's a hit. That's eight damage. The second attack was thirteen. That's a miss. Fourteen. Miss. Nine. Miss. But All right, the, so eight. The reason the other three missed is because he fell over after the first one. Though. <laughs> I fell over. No, he of did. course no, I no, did. No, no, no. The enemy fell he over. Did. Oh, so okay. you hit him once, he falls over, you're just angrily swinging at open air for the other three attacks. <laughs> Sounds about right at this point. That, that, that's about how I feel, yeah. Just stabbing the corpse. <laughs> no, I think he's not, didn't just, even pay attention to the body falling over. He's just stabbing in the air, just muttering to himself. It makes me feel better. <laughs> All right, and that would be the end of your turn, unless you want to take a five-foot step. Uh, can't, uh... No, I'm good. Okay. Up next is the Ratkin. So one's going to step out of the popcorn ball, and they're <laughs> all going to attack Fred, because oh, Fred no. is doing a lot of stuff, I guess. Doing Fred stuff. He cut one in half. I mean, that they didn't like that very much. Mm. So does a nine hit you? No. <laughs> How about a 23? Yes. Okay. A 24? Yep. A 23? Yep. And a 24? Yep. Take his dice away. Do we we have any healers? Oh, goodness. All right. So a total damage you take is 25 from all those decks. All right. Sure. Does raging reduce damage? Uh, no. Not at this level. See, no. you know, the funny thing is, I kill three of them. They don't even bat an eye. He kills one, <laughs> yeah, and like, right. he killed he killed our friend. The other three, we hated yeah, them. Yeah, but they he did slice Freddy. him in half. Yeah, he sliced him in half. You just turned the other guy into popcorn. It's fine. He's also big and blonde and glowy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he does stick out amongst the crowd, because the ratkin are not much taller than the uh, the, the soldier. Whereas this is a, just this giant blonde guy who just comes through and swings and cleaves one in half. We got we got we got Fabio cleaving people in half over here. <laughs> Fabio. That's the idea. After every attack, he just so like, did shakes a fabulous his idea. Except I'm not that good looking. Like, yes, I have gold, you know, the blonde hair and a blonde beard, but that doesn't mean I'm good looking by any means. And suspiciously, there's always a breeze in, even when he's indoors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Usually. Your hair I, is full of popcorn at the I moment, somehow yes. have mastered the ability to move my head to where it's always flowing uh, somehow. Well, 
Well, with your flowing hair, you may now take a turn because it is now the top of round three. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to attack. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just attack the one that's in front of me. Okay. Uh, up top there again. Sounds good. And, just and then take a go into the next one slash. after. Yeah, and then it'll just be the one to the right of that. Uh, Sounds good. And I will power attack. And so, I roll a 34, which is a critical for me. Okay. Uh, with a 20 to confirm. That confirms. All right. Uh, that is 63 damage. That 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 will take that one out. It, does, it doesn't. Wait, does it combine? Or it, in this? Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah it adds oh, I did together. way more damage on some of those other ones, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, take my great sword and just straight across. It's a great sword. That's that was right. a pretty great sword. I'm taking it. I'm swinging it, and I just chop its head off, and then continue on and attack the second one with a fifteen. Which the, the first one uh, ducks the flying head of the first one and also in the process ducks, ducks your blade at the same time. It's unfortunate. But I also scream, like, I also am, like, cheering to myself, Yeah! <laughs> after I chop the... After, yeah. After I do the All right. first one. Uh, see. Ignatius, it is your turn. I will move the flaming sphere... I will point it to this guy, the one okay. directly below his location. All right. So is there is there actually a flaming sphere, or is that just a flaming, or is that just a ball of popcorn that never stops popping? It technically counts as a ball of popcorn, but it, or it, it's a mechanically it's a flaming sphere. Okay. What kind of damage does a does a ball of popcorn do? Uh, in this case, it does three d six, and he failed on his save. He rolled a sixteen. Yes. So, go ahead and roll your damage there, Ignite. 14 damage. 14 damage. He takes 14 damage. All right. And then I will toss a magic missile at the one all the way at the top of the screen. This one up here? He's he's yes. not really in this con. Well, I guess, yeah, you can if you want to. I mean, I presume he's fighting. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, so the uh, up here there's other soldiers and other rat. I just kind of put him up there to sort of be representative of other combats going on. Uh, are you talking about the one next to the barbarian no. in the top corner? No, no the one way up. up. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. So right. yeah, that... you can, yeah, you can, you can fire up into the other combats if you. I up. mean, th th these guys got this handled. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing three rats get bisected. <laughs> Uh, 10 damage. All right. You take out one of the ones up there that was already damaged. All right. All right. So, uh, is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. All right. Up next is the Nutcracker Soldier. All right. Having success with not having to waste a lot of spells, uh, he's just going to go for another katana attack. Okay. Oh, dear God. Um, oh my uh, you do have flanking <laughs> with me now. Yep, yep. So I rolled a thirty-two to hit, which which that, isn't my that, that which is in my crit threat range with the roll and the dice of a eighteen. 
Okay. Um, that will confirm. And the c- confirmation is a 17. Okay. That confirms. And then I will spend another point to maximize damage to do 28 damage. Okay, how many points do you have left after spending three? So uh, I have, I, I've spent four, so I have five. You have five yep. left? Okay. All right. So how much damage does he take in total? 28. Okay. That will finish him off. All right. And then I will move to flank the one currently engulfed with popcorn. Okay. <laughs> uh, because you have to move through his threatening zone to get there, he will make a single attack of opportunity on you. Good luck. <laughs> does a 14 hit you? Nope. All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. All right. I know it's your turn. So I will... Okay, so throwing the poinsettia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Die, flowery death. <laughs> uh, how, what is my range on this? I will say you have a range of 10 feet. So if you take a five-foot step, you can throw at the one in the popcorn ball. Yes, throw it at the popcorn ball. Sure. The, oh, that's going to be some strange stories when it dies. It's going <laughs> to be like... <laughs> All right, and then what do you want me to roll for this since it's an improvised just go ahead and weapon. roll a D, just a, Go ahead and just roll a d20 roll. Okay. Oh, one. <laughs> that, seems, that seems about right That's you. <laughs> it slips out of your hand all right uh should i add my no because i no. can't add my strength to it because oh, i oh, failed also a one is a one no matter what so yeah. um hey brandon <laughs> call evens or odds because it's not just a poinsettia odds all right all right, it does not hit uh, the Nutcracker Soldier, and instead it hits Fred. Clean in the face, and <laughs> there, it, it, the pot breaks. Uh, you take, let's see, 1d4. <laughs> 17 you take D10. Oh, maximum damage, 11 damage. Amazing. The impact of, a, of, of a potted plant hitting you in the head. The plant, Sorry! The plant breaks open, and um, it, the the plant itself, just the dirt alone, because the, the, the porcelain of the pot is now all over the floor, but the, the dirt of the plant and the top of the plant is just sitting on top of your wonderful glowing locks at the moment. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I enrage ever even more. <laughs> Look. Always cods, call. I will always call odds because the odds are always in my favor. Oh, I see what you did there. I do and see I, what you did there. And I was only going to say that if I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. were even trying. Is that the end of your oh. turn? Actually, I can't end? even. Oh, boy. Um, Is that the sorry, end of your turn? I- um, I can't really do... Oh, I'm going to pick out something else. I put the flail... Well, I keep the hold of the flail in case I need to flail anyone else. I need to flail around for a while. Okay. Um, I'm going to 37. All right, you pull out another poinsettia. 
<laughs> oh no! Did it do? Did the poinsettia do anything? It dealt eleven damage to Fred's head. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Other than, other than <laughs> a uh, bludgeoning damage to uh, to Fred, poor Fred. Beyond bludgeoning damage, you didn't see any other effects. Huh. All right. And well, most of that was most of that was from your arm, not the actual. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's try this again. And I probably can't throw it now. I have you cannot to throw it now. Next. No, that's yeah. correct. All right. Uh, up next is Felix. Oh, awesome. So he just kind of pauses and just looks at Anos and shakes his head. Um, he's, he'll come up. Let's see. Try. She just raises here? her shoulders and like, what? <laughs> just. Just shaking my head. Can I come up to here? Yep. All right. And we'll just do an attack there. Okay. Um, he also kind of looks at the poinsettia, kind of cocks his head and says, okay, that's about right. <laughs> and then he'll go ahead and strike. <laughs> just... <laughs> and Oh, the whole way he was walking up there, he kind of like stomped in the popcorn still. He's just not happy about that. So Ooh, nice how many rolls. attacks do I get? You get one. I get the Aww. first one? Okay. So, 21. 21 is a hit. Yay! Seven damage. All right, he takes seven damage. And he keeps muttering. All right. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> end of your He's turn. grumpy today. So, um, let's see here. Uh, see, Fred, you may make an attack of opportunity as this one runs away. Oh, Absolutely. This whole attack of opportunity thing is throwing me off. That's a 30 to hit. That'll hit. I just slice him for 23 damage as he starts to leave. That will make him not leave. <laughs> and I cheer <laughs> yet again. <laughs> and then the other one, the other one goes to run away as well, and your attack of opportunity is consumed, Fred. Yep. Uh, but the uh, soldier still has a attack of opportunity if he would like to take it. Is that even a question? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. Uh, Do you want to use it? For the first time, I don't crit, and I just uh, roll an 18. Which does hit. And deals 8 damage. Okay. Not bad on the damage. He is still alive, and he uh, runs away. Or he runs north. I mean, he's still around. He hasn't gotten all the way away yet. Brave what Sir are, Robin. Sir Robin. What are the rats moving? Speeds? Uh, they have a movement speed of 50. Jeez. So, they can, they can oh, he can away. actually move 10 feet further. Last. So, um, at this point, I shout, disable them. We need to find out where they went. All right, up next, Fred. Let's see what Fred's style of disabling them is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're at the top of round four. How would I, if that's the case, I would try and just instead of doing a full on sword with, like, I would turn my sword 90 degrees and just try and hit him upside the head with it. Okay. Uh, how would I, would I just do a normal attack and then. You do a normal attack and you subtract four from the accuracy. Sure. All right. I will do that for the one Which, next. Oh, one. he's hitting the one that's yeah with the, the flat blade. of the blade. 
Okay. Uh, before I do that... I, I didn't realize he was still there. I'm going to take a five-foot step. Okay. And, uh, and then I will do it. Sounds good. To, you're stepping to the north of him to get a flank? Correct. Okay. So that is a 23. 23 is a hit. Okay. And then uh, what kind of damage? How you do, do your normal damage. Normal it's just damage. non-lethal. It's just non-lethal. Okay. So then I hit him for 16 damage. He Jeez. is... Take 16 non-lethal damage. So does that knock him out? That, How does that work? He does is it, still conscious. Okay. Does it make him dizzy or anything when you take that much non-lethal damage at once? Nope, it just it, it no? subtracts from your hit points, but it's whether you die or unconsciousness mm-hmm. when you run out of hit points. Okay. So, up next is Ignatius Nightfellow. Okay. Um, hmm. I have nothing, so you just like uh, saying his full name. I do. It's a fun. It's a fun <laughs> name. <laughs> I'm going to move the fireball onto this guy. Okay. Ooh! Don't kill him! Don't kill him! I'm gonna trap him with popcorn. All right. Let's roll his reflex save. He gets a 25 and takes no damage. <laughs> no damage. Hmm. What an awesome level two spell. I can imagine. <laughs> Magic missile, the one that ran away. Okay. For seven damage. Okay. Uh, and you have wild magic, which... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so you instead, actually, uh, you take him and it chains between every other remaining rat kid, including the other ones that are in other combats. And they all polymorph into uh, evergreen trees. <laughs> so this goes through, and every single rat is gone at this point. And hey, they're all now so replaced. Including, we're now de- the one that was right there. We're now decorating the Christmas tree with popcorn. <laughs> with popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, break out your strings and needles, guys. <laughs> Say it ain't snow. Say it ain't snow. Boo. Does the does the it's fireball? It's not snow. It's popcorn. The fireball. Does, you you can dismiss it whenever you want, or you can does, just leave leave it rolling around the room for a while if you want to. Does it catch the Christmas tree on fire? Uh, only if you want it to. Well, it. No, because what well, can you change them back? Uh, can you make them un-Yule uh, It trees? ignites. It ignites flammable substances it touches and it illuminates the same area as a torch would. So, but the thing is, is your choice uh, because it won't do it till next turn. So mm-hmm. combat's out at this point. So you have the choice of dismiss it before it would ignite the tree, or let it ignite the tree. Hundred percent, totally forgetting about it. Okay. So <laughs> the tree and- that was a rat that's right here is covered in popcorn and now is on fire. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh! Fire! So, fire! 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 Wait, guys! What, fire! What, oh, fire! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! It would probably not catch on fire because it's it wouldn't be dried tree. out. Okay. Well, it's 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 not like engulfed in flames, but it's it's starting to it's starting to burn. It's drying out and taking damage. It's smoldering. How how, how deep smoldering? is the popcorn rug at this point? Uh, it's about ankle deep across across everywhere <laughs> in the area at this point. 
Oh, do you want ants? This is how you get ants. <laughs> this is how we get ants. Uh, so, so um, good reference. I, I, I go to, uh, so I go to Felix and I'm like, uh, uh, okay, I, I stopped that tree over there. If you, if you want to go talk to the tree, um, and it was just. It's- it's a tree. I can't talk to it. We were supposed to capture it. There's I, I stopped I can it. Do now. I stopped it from it, running away. It's a tree now. Can How are you, you going to talk it? to a tree? I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I can. Un- I mean, usually when things are turned into other things, if you like poke them, they turn back. The, the needles are starting to wilt and turn brown at this point. Can you put out your fire? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I dismissed the fireball. Okay. All right, if you can turn it back, please do so that we can talk to it. All right, I go over to the tree and, like, start shaking it and punching it. Uh, <laughs> unless we want to make a Minecraft reference here, I, 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 don't, I don't know what, uh, <laughs> what, what else we're going to do. <laughs> I'm like, this, this does not... Why do I get the newbies? Why can't I so get... So I put the poinsettia back in my bag, and okay. I see if I can pull out something useful. Okay. While they're doing this, I'm going to go talk to the people on the dialysis. Dialysis? The ones on the dialysis. Oh, it's so <laughs> bad. We have two people who can't work right. Oh, man. <laughs> I got a 90. On the dialysis. <laughs> oh, boy. They're all up there. Oh, my kidneys. They're not so good these days. The <laughs> old uh, dialysis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so, I know you reach into your uh, your satchel and you pull out a pair of stockings, um, but these are not like the traditional holiday stockings. These are fishnet stockings. Oh, wrong stockings! <laughs> I back in the bag. And like my face turns like somehow bright pink, but it shouldn't be able to because I'm covered in fur. Uh, can I roll again? If you want to keep risking it. 70! I'm going to get as far as way possible. I'm stomping up to talk to those people. On their dialysis machines? <laughs> On their dialysis <laughs> machines. <laughs> what does oh, wait, 70 I... get me? Alright. The Nutcracker uh, is looking around very confused at what is going on right now. And Ignite is, is uh, continuing to shake and try to injure this tree. I start pulling needles off. Okay, I think that the tree is not... It's not working. Let's stop torturing the poor tree. I'm so far away from you, I can't, I can't hear you. <laughs> you you pull out a uh, wreath. Oh. Oh. And Do so, I know what it does? Nope. I, I call out to the toy, to the toy I, soldier and be like, Hey, can you come with me? We need to find out what's going on. Who uh, go ahead. are you? We're travelers, but we need to find out what happened here. We need to talk to the people up there on the throne. The princess was... The princess was what? Attacked. Was attacked? Well, come with me. Let's go talk to the royalty and find out what's going on. I'll walk over and so, put okay. my arm around the toy soldier and say, hey, You did pretty good, little man. <laughs> I am not... Oh man! 
what, whatever you are, you're 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 pretty good. I don't know what I am. Okay. <laughs> so, Seems legit. Um, as you guys walk up towards the dais, or dialysis, as Chris says, <laughs> dais, um, whatever it needs to be. The uh, you you see that there are all the ratkin at this point have either been slain or turned into evergreen trees, and uh, there are several soldiers, uh, both toy and human, as well as other citizens that have fallen in the battle. Uh, you count among them humans, toys. There are some yeti that fell, some fairies, and some elves that are about three foot tall. So they're like short elves. Do we have any idea what we look like? Do we look like humans or toys or? Uh, as far as you're aware, you likely look like humans. You would look like an average member of the the populace here. Um, okay. And you can kind of will yourself to see each other as you look as they look, and everyone just kind of looks like they're in mundane civilian clothing, or the, or they can look like soldiers in some case, or, or you know whatever they want to look like. But they they blend in because of the that's what the pins do for you. Gotcha. To those in charge, can someone tell me what's going on? The well-dressed guy in the middle uh, stands up and, and introduces himself first. And he says, uh, he says, I am Lionel, the region of toys. Uh, and he, he's, uh, he's a well-dressed uh, toy man who is uh, medium size. Okay. Um, and he stands up and he's like, I am the regent of toys. Uh, I am currently the regent of Hoff's Manor as, uh, until Princess Clara was, would have turned eight, 18 and taken the throne. Another man with a long beard, ruddy face and blue silken robes and a crown of holly around the, around the top of his head says, thank you as well. I am the Holly King, Theodore. My Yeti fought a valiant battle, but with your help we were able to survive this terrible assault. You are quite formidable. Um, one of the Yeti off to the side appears to be putting together one of the wooden chairs that was broken in the battle. And as soon as it looks like it's mostly assembled, one of the short elves quickly hops into it and like sits on it all proudly and it falls apart again. <laughs> what? And the Yeti just kind of okay. sits down like in, like in a I give up type manner. He goes, <laughs> and uh, after having been distracted by that, looking back up, the, the Holly King says, were you not to come to our aid when you did, I fear the battle could have ended much differently for us. So are you the king, Mr. Theodore? I am the Holly King. I am certainly not the king of here. He gestures towards the, the region. And who's, who's, he is currently the, the uh, in-operation leader here. Uh, but all of us here, and there there are a total of four people up there. Uh, okay. There's a fairy woman. Uh, she, uh, there are there. You see lots of fairies kind of r around the area, mostly in the air. Uh, they're all small okay. uh, creatures, but this one is actually full, uh, full medium size humanoid-looking fairy with the the big wings, but she's much larger than the rest. And she, so she stands. Uh, she has a, a roughly pink and purple multi-layered dress and a crown of sugary treats she approaches her and, and introduces herself as plumeria the queen of sweets she says thank you my sugar plum fairies and i are no match for ratkin in combat we are in your debt 
uh, it was our honor to help. And you are, sir? Uh, and the last person stands up. It's another woman. Whoops. <laughs> she is wearing green and brown green and brown robes she has a crown of sticks and brambles she she walks up and bows her head and introduces herself as camille the spring queen uh she says like the queen of sweets my elves and i are not a warlike folk and are also in your debt and the uh region of toys speaks up again and says our nations have come to celebrate the birthday of our future queen clara hoff's manor we are representatives of four out of the five nations of Hoff's Manor. Uh, this here, the central nation, Hoff's Manor itself, there's Vernus, uh, and they, they gesture over towards um, the, the plume area. Uh, I'm sorry, Ver- yeah, yeah, and then Canicule, which they gesture towards the Spring Queen, and Frost, and they gesture towards the Holly King. Um, Lord Koenig of Autumnus, otherwise known as the Rat King, has been an enemy of our nations for some time, and it was his forces that invaded and stole what was to be our future queen. Does the royalty get stolen often? Is this the first time it's happened? It's... Ten years ago, the king and prince disappeared, um, and she is the last of her line. Tomorrow was to be her 17th birthday. We were planning on feasting tonight on the eve of that celebration. I do hope that she can be returned. But, it, no, royalty does not get stolen often. But they did get stolen ten years ago. Who stole them ten years ago? We know not. They simply were not here. They were here at one moment, and then we're not. And we don't know whatever happened to them. Excellent. We are travelers, and we would love to help you out and take this case. Um, how does the how does the ratkin travel? Well, he travels through his burrows. They are a magical form of transportation that can get there. Uh, at this point, Plumeria speaks up and says, "If you need to get to Atumnus, the Rat King's land, uh, I, I can. I and my sugar plum fairies might be able to hit, help you out." Uh, with our dance, we can create a pathway, path through the sugar way that can transport you all the way to Atumnus. You're going to do a plum sugar dance to take us to the Rat King. Yes. That sounds interesting. Tasty. And tasty. Yes. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay, sugar plum fairies, rat kings, toy soldiers. Um, so this uh, this soldier over here, you did an incredible job. Is is he one of yours? He's kind of gesturing at the the three foot soldier. I do not recognize him, but I, I believe I've seen him around. Uh, he's not a. A ranking member of our our military, but he may very well be a a member of the rank and file. He was amazing. He was quite amazing. I'm surprised I haven't known him prior. Good soldier, what is your name? My name is Johan. Johan, do you hail from here? I believe so my is he apologies my vocabulator was damaged 
Is there someone that can fix him? Uh, the only person who I could think of would be the Tinker, but he hasn't been seen for some time. Okay. So, what do we know of the Rat King? Do we know why he's taking the royalty? He's our enemy. I mean, that would that would be all the reason he would need, is it not? But why not invade? Why steal the royalty? Without her, we have no one left of the royal lineage. At that point, we have no claim to the throne. Perhaps he's using that to eventually make his own claim to the throne, being that there's no one of, royal, of the royal lineage still remaining to be on the throne. What might he have done with the king in all of this time, assuming he took the king previously? We know not. No missions or invasions into Autumnus have ever been set. Why not? We are not a warlike people. We have our soldiers, but they are not invaders. And as you see from the rest, and you see Yeti who are just frustratedly trying to rebuild things and failing over and over because the elves keep getting in the way, <laughs> and the fairies and the elves, <laughs> we are not a warlike people. But Johan seems else. different. Johan is quite different. <laughs> and Can, not to insult Johan, but he is but one man. I Can one man take on an entire army? am not a man. So what are you, Johan? I am Johan. Fair enough. Yes, you are, Johan. I'm, I slap him upside the back. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a Marvel movie with a tree-like creature that just answers the same thing over and over <laughs> again. In my mind, I'm just thinking that. <laughs> All right, but we would like to take uh, Johan with us. So, Johan, would you come with us to see the Rat King? Yes. What of what of the Tinkerer? What uh, what what happened to the Tinkerer? He he he's a traveling tinker. Uh, he hasn't been seen for at least a year, possibly two. Um, but you may run into him in your travels across any of these lands. Can you tell me of your culture here? Uh, do, do you build all of these, um, for lack of a better word, uh, toys, and then animate them in some regard? The toys have always been. The toys have always been. At least, at least for the last, you know, as as far back as we can remember, they've always been. But we don't have long memories either. You don't have long memories either. So the toys have always been. Yes. Do do they become more? <laughs> I've got no strings to hold me down to make me friend, make me frown. Do you, are, you, are you implying that they are robots in disguise? Well, I, I'm just robots wondering. But there's the, more than meets the eye. Oh, more than I meets mean, the eye. If if a if a lady robot or lady toy and a male toy come to love each other very much. Oh, jeez. The, wow. I, I think More I understand toys. where you're going here, and no, the toys do not self-replicate. Okay. <laughs> Although, so they... we do have <laughs> input and output ports. 
Okay. No, no, no. So no. you mean where you eat and where you go to the bathroom? Kids, ask your Eliminate parents. Eliminate us. <laughs> okay. Next part of the I'm show. So sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. All right. Eliminate so, waste. Eliminate so you, waste would be so the do the toys they they've always been as yes. far as you've known. We we as a people remember as far back as when our king was taken. We don't remember much before then, but. We do remember that the toys have always been at least that far back. Oh! Did your king happen to have a red suit? I don't believe so, but I'm not really sure. I don't really remember. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So you. I'm catching on now. <laughs> wow. Let's go. Let's go find this uh, rat king. Miss uh, Sugar Plum Farius, your highness, sir, can you take your us to highness, their highness, sir? Highness, sir, whatever. I don't know what the terminology is. It's not that. I, I can mean... tell you that much. <laughs> I'm going to go with no, Scott. <laughs> so uh, she says, absolutely. Um, and she says, Farius, begin your dance. And they begin dancing both in the air and on the ground, and she seems to be orchestrating their dance, kind of coordinating them together. Um, they seem to move perfectly with her movements of orchestration. Like it's massive, like or like it's a perfect, you know, rehearsed dance. Like it would be the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies? Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Audience, yeah. go put on some Tchaikovsky. And there's this, like, da-na-na-na, music in the background, and ballet shoes, and yeah. Okay. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so, we were kind of hinting at it, but all right, <laughs> just go right on and uh... wow, you're, you're about as subtle as a sledgehammer there. Thank you, or a Thank uh, you very much. or a flail made out of um, fruitcake. Fruit uh, fruitcake, yeah. Couldn't think of the word. So you, uh, so so I pop a couple of pills in my mouth because I know we're fixing to travel. So as the uh, as as the the. <laughs> Um, sugar plump fairies continue their dance the air around you seems to slowly fade and change and you you see in front of you a path slowly forming um, it looks Ooh, like this it's, is way more subtle than mine it, it, it <laughs> appears to be made of wondrous types of candied fruits and other sugary treats as are the different paving stones of the path Mm. Um, the path, uh, when you step out onto it, uh, appears to be extremely high in the air with no barriers on either side. And you can, you, you only see clouds and ground distantly below. This is not safe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it looks like an adventure. As you, uh, as you continue to walk on it, um, walking forward, the stones in the, or the, the stones, the, the pieces of candy in the back. Uh, drop off and s just shoot out forward at the beginning and kind of uh, attach themselves to the front of the path. So the path itself continues destructing itself on the back and assembling itself on the forward as, uh, on the front as you continue to walk. All right, keep going, guys. Stay together. By by the way, while we're walking, a hundred percent ignite bends over and tries to taste the candy. You succeeded tasting the candy, and it tastes like candy. Oh, thank God like you didn't say Johan. Like 
<laughs> can I can I try can I try to like break off a little piece? Uh, you try and it doesn't appear to be destructible. So while we're while we're on this hour long walk, I walk up to uh, I walk up to, to to Fred. I'm like, Yo, Fred. Yes. These rocks, these rocks taste awesome. You think you could take your sword and like chip off a piece? I mean, yes. Give it a go. How about we not uh, chip off uh, our our only support? You didn't hear what, us. What? What? What are you talking? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Anos has incredible hearing. Yeah. Com- yes, competing probably. competing d- uh, perception checks is. And, uh, <laughs> Do we make a perception check? No, you don't have to. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have said that. I would have said, you didn't hear anything. <laughs> yes, I did. And no, you shouldn't. I mean, totally. T- even do it, Fred. Even when Ignite is whispering, he's actually just yelling. <laughs> so it's like Tony talking. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Come on, Fred. Do it. Do it. But but the the cat lady said not to. Yeah, but she's not our boss. He is. Listen to the cat lady. Excuse I mean, me. She she's she's kind of. Do you want to be charge. stuck here forever? I'm inclined no. to talk to side with the cat lady. Darn it! I'm sorry, <laughs> little fireman. <laughs> now I'm imagining being a short guy with like a firefighter suit. And... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, his hair looks like fire, right? I mean... Are you hungry or something? What are you doing, Iggy? Dude, have you tasted this floor? It's amazing! Dude, er, why why don't you just... If you want something to eat, why don't you just eat the uh, fruitcake that's on my flail? It's only slightly uh, used. I mean... I, I could... I could... I could... Does it... Does it? Would that help me? I mean, I could use some... some 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 food and if it if it like gives me some health it, it'll heal you oh oh it will oh gosh i need yeah. that terribly those those rats i tell you they, they 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 beat on me a bit so logistically like it's one fruit cake but they're both hungry does that mean that like one has to eat on one end and one has to eat on the other end until like no. I, I, I bet they can enough? probably no. cut it apart I, with a sword. I break okay, it. Okay, just making sure. I actually, <laughs> I actually break it in two thirds for me and a third for him. You you are yep. ruining the paper pencil dice fanfic. I. <laughs> <laughs> Is there fanfic for us? Oh, I don't think there, we have enough people for it. There, there will be now. <laughs> Maces and fruitcake will be involved. Okay. I... Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> not, not going there. Kids, ask your parents. Kids, Excellent. ask your parents. So, Mr. DM, how much health do I get back for that? So, eating the fruitcake, since you're eating more than 50%, it uh, destroys the magic enchantment on the fruitcake, but uh, heals you as though a heal spell were cast upon you. So this gives you 120 points of healing. Oh, amazing. Okay. Um, now I feel rejuvenated. It, you feel rejuvenated. You also feel heavy because it's fruitcake. Sure, sure. 
So does that like increase his body mass? No, like he's there, slower? There, there's or? no mechanical uh, thing to it. But oh, okay. but man, you feel like there's just a lump in your stomach. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that, that tracks. That tracks. Yep. Okay. So and, after I take one bite of this fruitcake that he gave me, it's it's the most hideous thing I've ever tasted. And I give it back to him. <laughs> it's not and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to go back to licking the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. It, it tastes like normal fruitcake to you. I'm like, I kind of shrug and be like, okay. And I take it and keep it. So, um, the remaining portion of fruitcake is not form, any form of healing at this point. Sure. It is, it is not consumed and used as a gift for years to come. I, uh, <laughs> doorstop. Ideally. I, I look over at Fred. I look back at Ignite. And I look back over at Fred. And I go, is that... Sanitary. <laughs> to lick the floor? No. I'd say, no, 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 little toy man. But it's okay. What's sanitary? Don't don't worry about it. They're newbies. I, it's okay. Hey, they'll, they'll get used to it. Newbies, li- <laughs> newbies lick floors. It happens don't, all the time. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't lump me in with him. It's not going to be the strangest thing you see today. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, as you continue to walk on this path, for as it kind of directs you on which way to walk, it takes you nearly an hour of walking. Uh, these stones continue this path of, of movement, finally leaving you, descending down, kind of creating stairs at a certain point. Uh, it, when you finally get off uh, the path, you find yourself in a darkened field with bare trees and wind howling through the trees. Uh, as soon as the last of you steps like, off of wait, the candied hold on, path... Hold on, hold on. Trees made of bears? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was totally thinking the same thing. <laughs> as soon as the last of you step off the path, the candies all break apart, dissipate, and fly back up into the air um, and are quickly out of sight. As they're dissipating and breaking apart, I try to catch one. As you, it like broke apart, I tried to grab one. You catch a tiny fragment of one. I put it in my mouth. Okay. I say, it seems to be try. It seems to be trying to actively fight you and get out of your mouth. But <laughs> you, you, you best the piece of candy, and you successfully digest it. I say, well met, little wow. fireman. <laughs> so I may have something in my bag. Do you want me to see what's in my bag? Yeah, sure. Is it dark? Where we're it's at? like it's like permanently in a state of dusk. So there's a little bit of light on the horizon, but. Um, not much. I roll a 28. Alright. Uh, you pull out a uh, potion bottle that contains a yellowy white liquid. I sniff it. <laughs> it, smell- it smells like eggnog. Ooh, ooh, don't drink this. Do not drink it. It's gonna put you to sleep. What? What is it? It's eggnog. That sounds... What's that? What is it? But it it's sounds a drink. delicious. It says right here on the label. It says, "Do not drink." Does it? Does it say it on the label? It does say it on the label. Yes. Oh, darn. But it has egg in it. But it sounds delicious. It's very heavy, and it will put you to sleep. Hmm. Mm. But it also does sound delicious. It does sound delicious. So, let's keep okay. going to find the Rat King. Does it, 
does anybody know which way we need to go or we're we just going to follow this i'll just start walking and following a trail a random trail okay are, are the sugar plum fairies just still with us no they're not they only gave you the path the path took you here all right uh do you want me to do something about the lighting situation mr felix it's dusk i think we're fine if you put a big old fireball i think all the wreck people will know where we're at mm. we should probably go a little bit quieter with a little bit more stealth well can that's I, really big did, coming from you can i don't worry <laughs> that all right hold on let me let me summon some popcorn for you <laughs> <laughs> right can i do a, a survival check to see if i can tell where to go you certainly can mm, number 19 19 so that's good enough you can figure out well uh, what seems to be the more tread upon paths and what what areas uh what where tracks are more fresh compared to others so you believe you have a pretty good direction to, get, to head towards so i put the uh sleeping potion like in uh in my pocket so it doesn't go back into the bag of randomness okay sounds good hey iggy as we get closer to the rats they're going to come up behind us and uh attack us so if you can figure out how they do their tunnel magic that would be great i'm guessing we're going to go underground at some point as you say that uh suddenly a bunch of you kind of feel like a rumble under the ground uh as if there were hundreds possibly thousands of things that are moving beneath your feet you had to say something and uh, you, you see the first of possibly many holes begin to open up. But before we see what comes out of them, we will come back next time. Uh, say it ain't snow. <laughs> it ain't How long snow. have you been holding on to that one? <laughs> uh, since last episode, because he said it at the last end of the last episode. Oh, did he? Oh, I missed that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I missed that. I sense a running theme here. Oh. <laughs> so, thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this. Just let it snow. Thank you again, listeners, yeah. for tuning into this, epi- this special edition episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Again, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach out to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. But in the meantime, have a happy holidays and keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.